Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Thanking you very much for clicking on this episode and the podcast, of course. Uh, in episode 59, the brand new Texas Chainsaw Massacre film has just arrived on Netflix. I caught it over the weekend. I can't really see this being a very long podcast episode to go over because how many times are they going to do something with this character? Like, just when you think it's kind of done and dusted, settled. I mean, they even released a Leatherface film a few years ago, like another origin story for his character, which completely went under my radar. I have no idea about that until I was kind of looking up all the films up until this point. Um, as I used to be quite, as I've mentioned, I used to be quite into horror. And I very much loved the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a few sequels scattered about in there as well that are pretty entertaining enough for what they are, because it's just gore really isn't it like it's not it's one of those it's like it can be gory but it's but primarily there's there seems to be a story there um i i would say that the old the closest um kind of enjoyment i've had with the texas chainsaw film has probably been the 2003 like michael bay produced one which i don't know what other people's thoughts are on that one but that was one of those films growing up early 2000s or whatever as well like when you when you're kind of touching on these films like horror films that that one seemed to be you know around that era where we were all kind of watching like the grudge and the ring and stuff like that so it kind of fell within that of entertainment really and and I do think that it it's not that bad that one this one however which again is a direct sequel uh, to the 1974 original film as I say um, which I think it's like two or three times they've tried doing that as well, where they've kind of gone, nope, forget all the other sequels, forget everything else, this is the one that's the direct sequel to it. Um, this one is, is is like I say, how many times, what, what, what more can you possibly do? I think that there is a great idea within this film. I think that the, the plot in the sense of having some kind of youthful investors coming in to a certain part of Texas, Harlow, trying to gentrify the area, and Leatherface kind of obviously being there to stop them from doing that. I think that, yeah, fair enough. That is a nice new approach, a very modern approach um, to to the Texas Chainsaw. I just don't think it's worth the 70-odd minutes of what I've just watched to, I don't know, I, it just wasn't worth the time. You know what I mean? It's 73 minutes or so that I'm probably never going to get never going to get back, and I don't want this to be like a full-on slating of the film because there was aspects of it that were pretty good it's just a shame that most of which were already in the trailer so before we do dive into it of course the podcast is available on apple spotify and google podcasts uh, jump onto facebook as well and search joe blogs about films give that a like and a follow that'd be great and uh, hit notification like follow on spotify that'd be awesome as well so let's get back to this kind of requel once again this kind of like sequel that's a reboot at the same time um I, I don't know how I feel about all these films that are doing it. This is like the, the Texas Chainsaw's time to do something with its legacy characters because obviously it brings back one of the original characters from the, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I say characters there because it isn't the same actress. Sadly, the actress who portrayed the character in the first one, um, Marilyn, Marilyn Burns, I believe it was, she sadly passed away in like 2014. So they've recast her with Olwen Fiore. And again, apologies if I'm mispronouncing that, Playing Sally Hardesty, which again, she's the only survivor from the first one. It's kind of like what they wanted to do as Halloween have done with Jamie Lee Curtis and bring her back, bring the like the original character back into this. But again, I just didn't see the point. I just did not see the point. And this, of course, is going to be a spoiler-free review. I won't go into spoilers. I'll 
let you all bask and enjoy it in its glory if you do decide to go ahead and watch it um i just i just felt it was no need for that character it was almost like a selling point for the film in the in the marketing that they've got one of the original characters back you know we've seen it time and time again of late i've just mentioned halloween as an example scream they've done that as well again much better executed than this um and you can also go back to like terminator dark fate which i've still not seen where they brought the original sarah connor back linda hamilton so yeah this is like another tick box really i think to kind of get those fans in the, the it just yeah no point for me like didn't didn't really explore it nowhere near enough for it to be warranted for that character to kind of been sticking around it's just that she's been waiting god knows how many years 50 years to see leatherface again why i don't know but there you go um the other cast members within this film there, there's no real there's only a couple there's these two sisters played by sarah yarkin and elsie fisher and lila and melody um they're okay i wouldn't say that i was like really caring for their characters um and that's the same for everyone in this there's points within this film again the idea of gentrifying this area and you've got kind of the the locals that are not too happy with it and and kind of butting heads with them about that but there's a there's a turn in the point of the film when you actually think mm, fair play leatherface you know what i mean like you'll you'll see when you'll know what i mean when you see it but you are a bit like kind of rooting for leatherface i think that's the thing within this film is like i don't really know who i'm supposed to be rooting for because yeah, you don't want the bad guy to win but at the same time these folk that have come in are you know, trying to tear up this city, kind of, this little town, sorry. So, I, yeah, very unsure on that. I just, it was nice seeing Leatherface back. I think that he was, again, there was some great kills in this film. Um, just that the gore feels like it's everything, the build-up was more scary than the actual kill itself, the strike, which, you know, that's how it works in these horror films these days where, like I say, the suspense and the build-up shine much brighter. Uh, and I will say that, say, director David Blue Garcia yeah, like really homed on that. Like I felt that there were times that I was, you know, you're almost like holding your breath waiting for either a jump scare or for the next strike kind of thing. Um, they were they were probably well executed more so than um, than the actual gore itself. That being said, there are some great kills within this, as I've mentioned. There are there are some great use of camera and how they reflect in that. I think that one of my favourites was simply just one of those like swinging doors kind of flings open but keeps swinging and we just keep seeing every, a, a bit of the sequence looking through the door frame kind of thing as the door is opening and closing. So that was a well executed kill. Um, you'll have seen in the trailer as well, there was a moment uh, where they're on like a kind of a disco bus kind of thing and Leatherface makes his way on there. That is just like absolute bloodshed. Like I also know more about that. That is just, as you can imagine from what you've seen in the trailer, a lot happens in that. And again, it's those kind of ideas that I was enjoying within this. I, I liked the fact that obviously they were kind of make, trying to make it more modern, you know, to like appeal to a new audience um, and to kind of satisfy the originals as well, which is why I felt like there was just a big tick box they were going down of being like, right, Leatherface's first like appearance and, and first kills needs to be like really, really good and then get the original one of the original characters back. They even got John Lurakets back as well, uh, who again could be pronounced that completely wrong. Uh, one of the original narrators from the 74 film, the 2003 film, he's also back in this one as well. So again, just these tick boxes. There is a post-credit scene in this as well, so make sure you don't miss that because if it wasn't for the internet, I would have done so. I was like very quick to just turn this off. It's just basically just an unnecessary sequel. I've been talking about this of late, of just these sequels that keep coming out, they keep churning them out, and it's just like, just stop. When is when is it going to be that enough is enough with these characters? You know what I mean? Like, I think that it, it's just needless. You look at what they did with Texas Chainsaw 3D, all those, like, was it 2014 or something daft like that? I don't know, even earlier, maybe 2012, I don't know. Some, some point, and then when they did that one, which again was like, oh, this is a direct sequel to the to the original one. That one, again, was like, 
I would probably say I had probably a better time watching that one, which again is poor in comparison to this one, which is a shame because from the trailer there did seem to be some kind of like nice cinematography direction of photography and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just think that if you're going to go in and want an amazing story, you're not going to find it. If you want to go in and find kind of as close to the original as you want it to be, you are definitely not going to find that either. I just think if you just, just, I don't know, let it roll on really. Like you, you are towards the end kind of, sick of characters that are making dumbass decisions and and this film is like full of them that's one of my issues i have with any you know thriller horror is when people do something so out of character but out of just any out of the ordinary you know what i mean like if anything you just like don't do that like i mean i know it's easy for me to sit there as a viewer watching it and, and that's the idea is for me to be thinking that but there are some stupid stupid decisions in this film and like i say half the time you don't really know who you're rooting for whether you're rooting for them the the, the main characters to survive this like outing or leatherface himself because yeah there's motive on uh, on on his side as well obviously I'm just gonna leave it at that. I th- there's not really much more I can say. I, I, I'm trying to to really think of like some some like moments, but I think without going into spoiler territory, I, I don't want to go over like there's there's very few best bits to air quote. So there, I, I I this could this is one of those reviews where I'm like I usually try and find positives in everything, even the worst of the worst. Um, but this one was quite difficult because it yeah just not just not the best. It's just yeah Leatherface versus gentrifiers that's what it should have been called in fairness but yeah there we go out of 10 four and a half five i think for me um it's yeah and that could be generous in its own right um yeah sorry if anyone who's a massive texas chainsaw fan that probably enjoyed it and if you did enjoy it get in touch with me let me know i'll have a chat with you about it i think that in terms of sequels it's, it's definitely not one of the best anyways and whether Netflix, I can see why Netflix bought this, why the studio let Netflix take this, because there's no way they'd have made the money back in the cinema with this, not a chance. So, yeah, if they do any making any more sequels, just fine. They're just, just. I personally think just put them, take the mask off, put it down, put the chainsaw as well to one side, and just let this character go now. Like definitely, don't need any more. Anyways, I've spoken enough. Thank you again for listening as always. Do check out the podcast with Perfect Parachute Picture, which is available now. Really lovely to chat to those guys as well. So yeah, do check that out. But until next time, thanking you as always for listening in. Take care.